Hello, welcome to the Esoteric Compass podcast. We discuss everything from esoteric Christianity and technology that is related. Thanks for listening. My name is W.A. McCauley, and today we are talking about technology and spirit, our path. The first path. We have been on this, I've been on this journey for years. I started in 2015 and on a new path for spiritual awakening. I hadn't noticed that it was my awakening until 2020. I've been working with technology since I was in middle school. I also would also find old computers at thrift stores and buy multiples and rebuild from all computers I could find. And at that time, I never thought how any technology could be harmful to our bodies and spirit. Thinking back to my childhood, I realized how much technology actually made me sick. With that knowledge, I now have versus then, it all makes sense, such as TVs, video game consoles, computers, and the like, all give off EMFs, electromagnetic fields, that cause radio frequencies that affect the water in our bodies. From the above link, in contrast, back in 1970, cell phones were not yet prevalent and people relied in, on incandescent light bulbs and not internet connected te- television sets. The internet itself had not emer- even emerged. Consequently, the surge in non-ionizing radiation exposure over the past 50 years becomes apparent, according to Bonnie 2023. I remember when I was in 5th grade, I was playing my Nintendo 64 in front of my TV all day Saturday. I started getting a fever and not feeling good. I was supposed to have a friend stay over that night, but then had to cancel. I think about that day often as I'm learning more and more about how EMF impacts us. It not only alters our water and our body, but it also can also alter our connection with Yahweh. Hypersensitivity to electromagnetic fields, or EMF sensitivity, is a persuasive pervasive, daunting, and potentially devastating condition that affects numerous people, many of whom who are on the spiritual path. While most everyone is influenced to some degree by exposure to man-made or and or geopathic sources of electromagnetic fields, certain bodies are more susceptible. That number is growing as we rapidly increase and expand our technologies and gadgets. As our planet goes through its fluctuations, natural disasters, and cosmic growing pains, and as people's personal frequencies are raised and activated for times ahead. However, it is possible to avoid, prevent, and or tame the effects so that you are aware of, but no longer debilitated by these difficult frequencies in our world. In 2018, my daughter's room used to be the office. We still have our internet modem in there. I never used the wireless provided by the company. I used my router to provide it, so I never paid attention to the lights on the modem. One night, I was laying on her floor waiting for her to go to sleep, and I was reading The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. It discusses electric and radio waves that affect us. In one of the chapters, it talks about those who are impacted from the frequencies feel like there's a boulder on their head. Later that week, my daughter kept saying this. I glanced at the router, and sure enough, the 2.4 and 5 gigahertz wireless network is on the right, is right on her bed. I called the ISP, the internet service provider, to turn off the Wi-Fi on the modem, and she never complained about it again. There's another thing in the article that I have changed that has helped with my connection to Yahweh, and that's fluoride toothpaste. Fluoride is a chemical that isn't good for our body, but it also calcifies the pineal gland. In esoteric Christianity, the pineal gland is our direct connection to Yahweh, and once that starts to decalcify, the connection starts to come back. I can attest to this as I started getting away from fluoride starting in 2015. By 2020, I was able to restore my connection and ask God for forgiveness of my sins.
As you can see, the people who have invented technology may or may not know the implications this has on our body and spirit, but then with the knowledge that you gain here, you can t make an informed decision to go forward on the path of light. Continuing the path. During and after 2020 is when the real information and prayer overloaded started. I believe that everyone who <coughs> has a skill is a gift from Yahweh. Yahweh has had the pleasure of having white witches rule by his side through the battle of Satanism. He uses everyone's skill to help bring back people to the light. During 2020, I was going through some immense depression. I have never been through such a thing before. Of course, I lost my father to cancer in 2000, but sadness didn't overtake my, to my depression. I had never felt like this before. We have been friends with an astrologer and herbalist for over 10 years. She does needle chart readings, and I broke down and got mine read. It turned out that I was going through what was called the Dark Night of the Soul. And in the 16th century, a Spanish priest named St. John wrote a poem about a spiritual crisis of faith described as a dark night, in which light can only be found within the soul. It was later titled The Dark Night of the Soul, an expression that became common among theologians to describe spiritual depression and angst. I was going through a spiritual transformation from things I had changed in my life to connect back to Yahweh. He was lifting the veil for me and bringing my soul back to the connection it needed. Now that I had information on why I was so depressed, I could bring myself back and push more into the spiritual desire of my soul. Here's an excerpt from Jonah 2, chapter 2, verses 2, that explains Jonah and the whale, showing us in the Bible the dark night of the soul. Jon Jonah's Prayer of Distress, verse 2. Then Jonah prayed to Adonai, his god, from the belly of the fish, saying, From my distress I cried to Adonai, and he answered me. From the belly of the shell I shall cry for help, and you heard my voice. For you have hurled me from the deep into the heart of the seas, and currents swirled around me. All your waves, your breakers, swept over me. And I said, I have been banished from before your eyes, yet I will continue to look toward your holy temple. Waters surrounded me up to my soul. The deep sea engulfed me. Reeds clung to my head. To the bottoms of the mountains I went down. The earth with her bars was around me forever. Yet you brought my life up from the pit. Adoni, my God. As my soul was fading from me, I remembered Adoni, and my prayer came to you toward your holy temple. Those who catch worthless empty things forsake their mercy, but I, with a voice of thanks, will sacrifice to you what I vowed I will pay. Salvation is from Adoni. And then Adoni spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto the dry land. Jonah verse two, chapter 2, verses 2 through 11. After 2020, I started diving headfirst into the Word and praying to Yahweh. I have been going three years straight of this and haven't let off the gas. I feel so involved with Yahweh now that he is working through me to show you the way to the light. This is his works that you're seeing, and I can't wait to see the end. After much prayer and wisdom from Sophia, our mother, I have been able to gain more insight on what the world needs. Far too long has the love from our mother been snuffed out and taken away from those who require it the most. All the hate and violence can be extinguished by the love of our father and mother together, praying to them for what the world requires its best way to fix it. I pray those who find belong that find the truth and they are looking for and go back to their heavenly parents we have. And may all beings be happy. You will find the truth in what you seek and may you find the path of light.